people and welcome to a fresh episode of the Wildcat Offense. I'm your host, Wes Ibarra at Offsy Sport. Tonight we'll be recapping the shocking defeat of our Wildcats to the Chicago State Cougars, which, you know, excuse my language, is unfucking believable. Um, I'm not very happy, and, you know, I won't apologize for having a pretty angry tone to this game. But, you know, there is a nice part to this talk tonight. And First and foremost, I want to thank you for joining me on your Friday night. Whether you're chilling at home, putting in that extra work in, or just, I don't know, doing nothing but listening to me. I really appreciate it. The likes, the ratings, the reviews, the listens, it means so much to me. It keeps me motivated to keep making content for you guys and keeping this podcast project alive. Even when I'm not happy with our team uh, like today. Please share the podcast with friends, family, colleagues, anyone that is down to join the Offseat Sport conversation. I can be found on most podcast platforms, and Offseat Sport is spelled O-F-F-C-I-E-S-P-O-R-T. Okay, so if you've been following the show long enough, you understand what I say when teams like the Cats play smaller programs like Chicago State, right? Especially one that isn't as successful like the Cougars were going into Wednesday night's game. They're going to go in there playing hungry, playing driven, playing somewhat frustrated even because of their lack of wins. While the Cats, right, coming off one of the biggest wins in all of college basketball, right, you have a ranking, which is first time in forever, to my remembrance that the Cats had some national recognition and getting awarded for that and of course chicago state hasn't had a good run of form going into that night and actually already lost to our neighbors down down the street in loyola right so if loyola can beat them what in what world could northwestern not beat them right and it seems like the one possible outcome that Doctor Strange could come up with, right? So for all my Marvel fans, hope you like the Doctor Strange reference, actually occurred, and goddammit, it couldn't have come at a any worse possible time. When the team freshly gets ranked, starts to get a little bit of cred, a little bit more respect, and boom, you lose to a team that no one ever thinks about, is struggling, and almost was non-existent in the sport at one point. And again, this talk, I want to make clear, is not to discredit Chicago State, right? They won the game fair and square. But they won at a time that is just not good for the Wildcats. Uh, before I rant even further, the final score was 75-73. So for those that didn't follow the game or whatever... It's not like the Chicago State Cougars blew out the Wildcats. It was a two-point loss, and you could argue that Northwestern could have put away the game in any moment. It seemed like when I was following the game, the Cats were leading at the media timeout portion of either half and somehow let Chicago State back in, which is the worst thing you want to do to any team like that. It doesn't matter if they're the number one team in the country or downright the worst team in all of Division One basketball. I mean, come on. That is ridiculous. That That's very unacceptable. And sure, they're going to they're gonna have a chance to bounce back tomorrow, 
uh, at the time of this recording against DePaul, which we will get to preview tonight. So a little bit of a bonus in tonight's episode. But, oh, God. Like, I don't, I don't imagine that the Cats are now going to be put in a situation where they're going to have to play perfect. But, oh, my goodness. Come Selection Sunday, should the Cats, you know, right the ship for the rest of the season, which I think they will, you know, to give any benefit to this conversation, um, they're going to look at that and be like, really? This team lost to Chicago State? Come on. And, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Do I, do I have the, you know, venting to let out tonight? But let's look at the numbers. The leading scorer for both teams, Wesley Cardit Jr., who I said to look out for, 30 points, 13 for 21 from the field, 3 for 9 from 3, 1 for 2 from the stripe. Our leader, Boo Booey, 23 points, 8 for 17 from the field, 2 for 5 from 3, 5 for 6. Um, leading rebounder for Chicago State was Crawford with 8 rebounds. Boo Booey had 6. Assists, Cardit Jr. with 4. Boo Booey with 8. But Boo had 3 turnovers, while Cardit Jr. had 6, um, which is bad but i guess 30 points fixes a lot of things and on d defense jernigan had two blocks while barnheiser had three steals with one block but he did get into foul trouble with four personal fouls um, in terms of the team percentage pretty equal northwestern had the slight edge going 49.1 percent from the field to chicago state's 48 northwestern was the better three-point shooting team 47.1 to 34.8 chicago state really made use of their free throws 19 for 22 compared to 13 for 20 from the cats cats had more assists 18 to 13 out rebounded 27 to 23 tied on offensive rebounds chicago state had more steals than northwestern so northwestern defensively sound good at taking care of the basketball that clearly did not happen that is very unacceptable uh more blocks in favor of Northwestern, 4-3. And both teams had 14 turnovers each. So, uh, number one team at causing turnovers gets beat at their own game, more or less. In what world? I did say in the preview show that Northwestern was better than them in every statistical category. And it did not seem to really come out. I mean, or at least when it counted. And in a way, you could say that this team folded like a thing of lawn chairs. Shout out to one of my uh, colleagues in my other personal workspace of uh, uh, introducing that term to me. And now I'm going to use it here as I'm pretty upset with my cats. Like, come on, folded like lawn chairs. And golly, that is not a good way to have your first day as one of the top 25 teams in America. You know, that's that that really sucks. I mean, 24 and a half point favorites and you lose by two. I mean, really? And it's so uncharacteristic. I get it. You know, I do say this all the time, right? Like, there are going to be nights where a team is just going to be having a good night or just get hot at the most crucial part of the game and a team is going to get caught on a bad night. And that's clearly what happened to the Wildcats here. I'd rather have it early in the season, though, uh, if I'm going to give any grace to this team regarding Wednesday night's game, is that it's better to have it happen here 
than, say, later in the season when it's conference time or even in the conference tournament where seeding can get implicated in that uh, time of the year. But, oh, you know, I'd, I'd rather lose to my other alma mater, Loyola, than, than this. I mean, that, I mean, I'm sure that's anyone would agree with me that is a Northwestern fan in this podcast that this, this loss is pretty much unacceptable. But, you know, it's going to be very hard to get over. And, uh, you know, even if they win tomorrow, you know, they're not going to enter next week as uh, a top 25 team. But there is uh, a way to fight back. But for now, you know, we got to dissect this. Uh, looking at the full-on stat sheet, uh, Boo led the way with 23 points. Langborg had 18, had the most minutes at 40. Barnheiser had 13 points, 6 rebounds. Nicholson had 9 points and 2 rebounds only. So he wasn't really effective from a rebounding standpoint. But he did chip in a couple more points. But Ty Berry only had 3 points. 1 for 7 from the floor. 1 for 5 from 3. Uh, 3 turnovers, 2 steals, 3 rebounds. So a little bit of give defensively, but no offense. And since Ty Berry is more of a two-way player... We needed that. And if he had scored a little bit more, chances are the Cats would have barely escaped and this conversation would have been a whole lot different. But he has foul trouble with four fouls, him and Barnheiser. And the leading contributor from the bench is Hunger with five points in seven minutes. Chicago State, we already mentioned, Cardat Jr. had 30 points. Corbett was the second leading scorer with 17 with six rebounds and three assists. The... Highest contributor off the bench was Neil with six points in 20 minutes. And everybody scored a goose egg. There was one player, Green, who had 21 minutes but scored zero points. So very starter-reliant, which is what I'm not surprised about, to be honest, from a smaller team like that. But it just so happened that their star player went off for 30, and their team did just enough to cause a lot of mistakes from this Northwestern team to get them the victory. But, you know, you got to give credit where credit is due. And Chicago State played the game of their lives, really, at the right moment. I mean, like I said earlier, like, Northwestern was controlling the game for the first part of the half, but could not seem to slam the door at any time. And you need to slam the door against teams like that. That is just downright dreadful. Like... I'd rather, other than saying I'd rather lose to Loyola, I'd rather lose by 20, you know, to them. Or some kind of, some kind of like really bad loss with a really bad differential than lose by two points to them. Like, come on, you know, uh, that's, I still can't wrap my head around it. And I'm trying to sound as graceful as I can be without discrediting. Chicago State, right? Because, you know, at the end of the day, they are a Division One basketball program. They play Division One opponents, and their players are clearly talented, right? They're obviously more talented than the average Joe, like me, you know? But as someone who really cares about the success about Northwestern basketball, you have to be dominant. You have to be successful, whether the opponent is much better or 
a step lower than you. But for what it's worth, these losses do build character. They do build a thing of even more motivation, right? So if, if beating Purdue is motivation to get better, this probably would be a tougher, more stronger pill to swallow, right? Because if I were anyone on that team, even just as a fan right now, just sitting here and talking to you guys, I don't ever want to see that again for the rest of the year. Um, th thankfully, we won't play an opponent of that level. And if it were up to me, I hope Northwestern reschedules them for next year and puts up a 30-piece, really. Like, if you do get a chance to have a rematch with them next year, don't, don't fucking give it up. Just go from the get-go. If you have control, keep control. Be smart. Keep your foot on the throat. You don't necessarily have to run up the score once the game has been decided, but I would keep that fresh in the minds. I wouldn't forgive myself for that, honestly. And, you know, hopefully that motivates them for the quick turnaround going into tomorrow's game against DePaul because that team is going to be struggling too. However, the quality of the roster is going to be better. And one thing you might have to get over is that you're going to have a lingering fear of DePaul having their day and Northwestern just running into a tough thing of form, which is the last thing that this team needs at this point in the year, or any point in the year, really. But hopefully, you know, this game can provide a lot of insight, a lot of reflection, and if they can feel what the fans feel, anger, 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 anger. You know, I would play angry the rest of the year now because of that just because oh man like that's really deflating i really hate it and uh, if there's a chicago state version of this show somewhere out there they deserve to have all the happiness that they have in college basketball right now i don't know how much more success they're going to get the rest of the year but regardless of what happens to them right this is going to be the one win that they circle on their calendar and be like oh you know this was the best thing that ever happened to us while for us it's like we had the best thing and then the worst thing. And the worst thing probably just obviously would feel just way more than the best thing. And I don't want that team to ever feel that way again. So congrats Chicago State for pulling out the miracle victory. Hopefully the staff can re reschedule them for next year. And then, of course, going into that game, remember that. And for lack of a better term, put teams in their place. I'm not happy with that performance, and neither should they. I might be too hard, too tough, but I don't care. You know, this is part of the off-sea sports talk conversation. It's not always going to be pink, rose-colored lenses, and I understand that, but you have to understand the emotion, the passion, the love for the team, and you want them to succeed. So it's not anger as in, I'm going to turn against them, but it's more anger as in, come on, man. like. Yes, you, you've done very well so far, but that was just downright pitiful. But let's take a quick break. Actually, before we go into break, let me know how you feel about this loss. Are you really visibly frustrated as I am or audibly frustrated as I am? Or are you just rolling this off your back and be like, all right, on to the next one? 
you know, I'm I'm going to stand where I stand, you know. Of course, I'm looking forward to tomorrow's game, but this one's going to sting. And I really want that. That would be on my, I guess, Northwestern basketball Christmas wish list, besides a deep run in the tournament. Reschedule Chicago State and reset everything and beat them hard next time. All right, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll quickly preview tomorrow's game against the DePaul Blue Demons. Hello and welcome back to the basketball edition of the Wildcat Offense, hosted by me, Wes Ibarra, and Offsea Sport. So, as we are recording this podcast, it is a nice, chilly Friday night here in Chicago. Um, the Cats will be traveling to the city to play DePaul at Wintrust Arena tomorrow at 4.30 FS1 on TV, AM 720 on the radio call. Um, DePaul, much like the previously mentioned Chicago State, is a pretty struggling team themselves, going 2-7 and seven on the year. Um, their recent run of form results in losses to San Francisco, NIU, which is a team that the Cats have defeated earlier in the year, Iowa State, Texas A&M, and they actually just had a victory against Louisville, 75-68. to Of course, our form is the loss to Shy State, beating Detroit Mercy, beating Purdue, beating NIU, and the loss of Mississippi State in the Hall of Fame tip-off challenge. Uh, much like last game, Northwestern is better than DePaul in every statistical category. Um, points scored, points per game, field goal percentage. DePaul has a slightly better free throw percentage, shooting at 72.4 compared to Northwestern 71.8. And a slightly better three-point percentage, 38.5 to 36.6. But the Cats are better um, in every other statistical category, especially turnovers and assist-to-turnover ratio, right? Sure, they had a really bad game in terms of giving the ball away, but they did still have a good game from a takeaway standpoint. Of course, the points, that wasn't really good, right? 75 points in the last game. Hopefully, they can keep the Blue Demons to under 70 this game. And one more stat that DePaul is better than uh, Northwestern at is block shots, 4.3 to 3.9. So another slight edge there. But still, for the most part, the Cats are better than the Blue Demons in most statistical categories. Uh, the players to look out for are Chico Carter Jr. with the 14.3 points per game shooting 50 percent on the season 44.2 from three so he's going to be a really big order to take on offensively jeremiah odin averaging 4.2 rebounds a game Nisso nicholson and other forwards and centers will have their hands full um carter jr is also the leading assist man and their leading stealer is jalen terry of course, our leading scorer is Boo Booey with 18.9 points. Brooks Barnheiser, our leading rebounder with 7.8. Boo Booey, our leading assist with 5.1. And Brooks Barnheiser, leading our defensive stat with two steals a game, 1.1 blocks. Um, the Cats need to really get a bounce back win. And in, in theory, this is a really good place to get that because... You're not only playing another in-state opponent and, to an extent, an inner 
intercity opponent. But this team would be on paper be more talented than the other two opponents that the Cats have faced, considering that DePaul plays in the Big East, which is pretty decent talent in Division One basketball. I mean, of course, at one point in time, they were the conference in college basketball. Not so much now, but it still has a lot of recognition, still gets the coverage and whatnot, and it's good to have one Chicago area team in that conference in the DePaul Blue Demons. Um, there has not been any odds released yet as of tonight, but my keys to the game are very similar to what I had for the Cats against Chicago State. So they can't let Carter Jr. run the offense, right? So make life hard for him. They clearly failed to do that with Wesley Carter Jr. over at Chicago State. But this is another chance to get redemption and hold down another offensive uh, machine in Carter Jr. Or, I'm sorry, uh, Carter Jr. Um, control the boards. Uh, they really were neck and neck with Chicago State on that. You can't let that happen in this game. So, of course, um, you really, really need that to have pace, have control, and pretty much not give DePaul a chance to get back in the game. So if they can find themselves in a similar situation that they did last game where for the first half of the half, you know, they were leading by a very comfortable margin, keep that up. Don't let anything or give up any reason for the Blue Demons to get back in the game. And the last thing is pretty much a piggyback of the second key that I have, which is wire to wire. I know that's not as easy to do, right, to lead a game wire to wire, but if there's a chance for them to do it and uh, in a way make last game look like a fluke, this would be the one. I would love for the Cats to go wire to wire in this game on the road and uh, get that confidence back. I mean, I'm I'm tired of ranting here on uh, <laughs> this night with you guys and I don't want to feel this way going into the weekend and near the holiday season like come on now this is the this is the season of joy uh we shouldn't be giving wins we should be or giving away wins we should be giving wins back to our fans so hopefully the cats can uh, buck up here and get back into it uh so that's my piece of the game real quick about this um this preview right because it's just a quick turnaround and um just on release schedules and whatnot so and also good it's a good thing too it's on fs1 so on a national level uh our cat fans that are all throughout the country can actually have a chance to watch the game if they don't have big 10 network i'll be following remotely as well um, i wish i could make it out there so for those that are going to be going down to uh museum campus area to Wintrust Arena to catch this game. I hope you guys have fun and enjoy and uh, hopefully a big quality cat win on the road. Um, my prediction for this game is going to be 75 to 58. 75 to 58 in favor of the Cats. This has to be a must-win game for them. I can see the differential being really big for the Cats in this game, and they cannot let the game get away from them no matter what they do. Can't get into foul trouble, can't get into turnover trouble. You can't make 
adverse mistakes in this game. You know, you really have this part of schedule. You were playing vulnerable teams and somehow let one get through. And uh, it's, it is what it is. We can't, you know, keep pouting about it, but, you know, it doesn't stop us from remembering what losing that losing that way feels so hopefully the cats can bounce back here and uh have a good start going into the next game against arizona state which we will cover in the near future but for now uh looking forward to tomorrow's game let me know what you think do you think that the cats will bounce back or do you think that this game will be a little bit closer than what i'm saying or feeling or Maybe do you think the Cats are in trouble now that they're going to come off arguably the worst loss in all of college basketball to date, at least at the Division One level? Um, before we sign off here, thanks again for the likes, the listens, the reviews. It means a lot to the project. Please feel free to share, or not feel free, definitely share the podcast with friends, family, colleagues, anyone who is down to join the off-sea conversation. I can be found on most podcast platforms at OFFCIE. S-P-O-R-T. Uh, we'll come back on Monday to recap the game. Hopefully a Wildcat win and uh, that the Cats can improve to 8-2. and two. Uh, And oh, I forgot to mention that about the last game. Cats fall to 7-2 and two, while Chicago State improves to 4-9. and nine. So um, hopefully we can get an 8 win here. Uh, and uh, until then, thank you again and go Cats! Bye.